time for your sports space and please welcome Ben Cullen. Welcome to this week's Sports Fix team. I am your host, Ben Cullen. The Tokyo Olympics is here. The time has come, and can you believe we made it to this point? Now, sprint events are the highlights of any Olympics, and Tokyo will be no different. But this year, the women's 100 meter stands out as one of the most hotly anticipated races of the Games. The top 10 sprint times of the season are so very close. Between 1st and 10th, there's only 0.28 of a second difference. It is wide open. And with no standout performer, you can't pick a winner easily. However, in June, Fraser Price became the second fastest woman in history after running 10.63 seconds in Kingston. Only world record holder Florence Griffiths Joyner has run faster. I'm so glad it's here, and I can't wait to see what the Olympics brings us. Tyson Fury's WBC heavyweight title fight against Deontay Wilder has been rescheduled. It will be in Las Vegas on October 9th after this month's trilogy clash was called off due to a COVID-19 outbreak in the British Stars training camp. The American was stopped by Fury in the seventh round of their WBC title fight in February 2020. But co-manager Shelley Finkel expects Wilder to avenge this loss with an emphatic victory. I definitely believe that Deontay is going to win his title back by knocking Tyson Fury out, Finkel said. Wilder has also revamped his training team with the addition of Malik Scott. He's taken a lead role in overseeing tactics and recently revealed how he sees weaknesses in Fury. They both have the power to hurt each other, said Scott. The difference is that Deontay has the power to knock you out. Every week, the F1 is bringing the heat. The British Grand Prix was both enthralling and controversial. Lewis Hamilton fought back from a 10-second penalty due to a crash with his title rival to claim a dramatic British Grand Prix victory. Hamilton was blamed for a collision with Verstappen's Red Bull at Cops Corner on the first lap of the race, which led to the Dutchman crashing out. Verstappen was taken to hospital for precautionary tests after the incident, whilst Hamilton set about trying to win the race. The Grand Prix was stopped after the incident with Leclerc ahead of Hamilton, and the Ferrari driver held that position until two laps from the end. Then, the Mercedes driver passed him, ironically, at the same corner at which he had crashed with Verstappen. The controversial win in front of a crowd of 140,000 was Hamilton's eighth in the British Grand Prix. This victory also cuts Verstappen lead to eight points after the race that will go down in the F1 history books. Okay, I'm now super pumped to welcome our next guest to the studio. I'm joined by Dan Wells, who is a racing driver, a coach, and also a motorsport consultant. And he's a little bit taller than I expected. Welcome to RTHK, Dan. How are you, mate? Yes, very well, thank you. How about yourself? Very well. Now, we'd like to welcome our guests with some quick-fire questions. So I'd like you to answer as fast as possible. I will try. We do this to feel you out, to see <laughs> how we feel about you before we start. Go go for it. Favourite retired F1 driver? Uh, Mika Hakkinen. Favourite current F1 driver? Lando Norris. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Fastest car you've ever drove? Uh, Neo EP9. Singing or dancing? Dancing. Fastest speed you've ever been in the seat at? Oh, 310 kph. Stop it. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> Pizza or burger? Oh, burger. And then, which driver is going to win the F1 this year? 
Oh, that is a very tough. I'm meant to be asking quickly. Uh, I have to think about this. I'm going to go for Lewis. Oh, come on. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We'll come back to that later. <laughs> okay. Dan, give us a brief rundown of who you are, what you do, and how you got to where you are today. Sure. Yes. Yeah, so uh, my interest in motorsport sort of came uh, from from watching Formula One uh, in 2007, in particular, when Lewis Hamilton came on the scene, and obviously he had that great debut season with with McLaren. From there, you know, I was really into it. I was actually at the time going to college. Uh, I was doing economics and politics, and uh, as you do, I decided to become a racing driver, um, which was yeah pretty standard. Uh, Cancelled my university place and started karting, and uh, kind of never looked back. It's not your typical story into motorsport, I imagine. No, no, not generally. I mean, a lot of these guys they start around the age of six, seven, eight years old in karting. For me, yeah, I was a bit later, but uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to be able to do some karting. I got picked up by a, a talent scout i did formula ford formula renault and um yeah finished second in the, the formula renault final series in the uk which is like a, a winter championship for junior drivers against some guys like carlos signs and daniel kvyat oliver Rowland, drivers like this and then after that made the move to, to asia to continue my career crazy and were you a casual fan before you got where, or was it Lewis that really sparked it? Well, that's that's the quite embarrassing thing for me, actually. So uh, I remember being, how old would I? I'd, I'd been about 11 or 12, and my dad was like, you know, son, come and watch the Monaco Grand Prix. And, you know, you had Barrichello and Schumacher. And, and then I was like, oh, but dad, it's just cars going around in circles. Um, you know, I wasn't that into it. And But then, you know, it kind of five, six, um, 2005 and six, it kind of got a bit more interesting. And then it was really Lewis who arrived on the scene. It really kind of piqued my interest. Of course. Um, once I kind of got into it, I was then a fan of Jensen Button, who, you know, I, I nearly placed a bet of £500 on him for the 2009 championship winning his 200 to 1 odds. Stole my dad's credit card to place it, and then, you know, I, my conscience got the better of me, and I said, no, that's wrong to do. My dad wouldn't let me place the bet. And um, obviously, he went and won the championship, yeah. and my dad was very annoyed at me, but. Um, but yeah, so uh, I got got into it really kind of seven, eight, nine, and and then obviously once I was a driver, I was fully addicted to it. Understood. So who was your favourite growing up then? So growing up, I'd have said um, really sort of anyone like J Jensen Button when he was kind of yeah with Williams when he first came into the sport. You know, I always kind of like liked him, um, but I, I wasn't like uh, as, as massively into it. And then obviously you always had Schumacher who was you know demonised, of course, uh, certainly in the British media, no doubt. Um, but yeah, yeah, so and and then really kind of Lewis uh, got got me into it, and then Jensen was kind of like my main main support. And obviously he's not he's not there anymore, so you kind of find find new people to support in in, in Formula One. But um, but yeah, I mean I'm just a, a big fan of, of racing and motorsport in general. So um, yeah, I just love it. Understood. Did you? have a favorite team or was it just specifically the drivers yeah i mean because of lewis obviously i supported uh, mclaren and then since then uh you know they, they've had some difficult times but i've supported mclaren all through that so you know it's been a tough few years obviously and they weren't doing so well but it's nice to see them now you know fighting fighting at the front as they as they should be absolutely and um and also to say that you've kind of you know supported them through tough times i'm also like a valentino rossi fan in the moto gp yeah and i've had a tough few years and my wife's always on at me for why i still support him but it's nice at least one supports mclaren and are now doing well good i like it that's a great attitude <laughs> so with regards to your own competition and mm. racing from when you started to when you went into a competition how long was that and what was the procedure 
Yeah, I mean, so when I started, it was in um, in Rotax, which is basically a cloth in the south of the UK. So it's actually the same place where people like Lewis Hamilton and Jensen Button started. It was at Clay Pigeon, um, which is a, a little cart track in Dorchester. And uh, I, I, I started there. I did some test days, uh, was immediately like close to the pace. Went into my first race weekend and actually took the fastest lap out of 24 drivers, which you generally don't do as a novice. I had a yeah. big black cross on the back of my cart, which signified like I was a new, new newbie. And uh, you have to start last as well, which, uh, you know, because so, you're learning your trade. But I came from 24th to 8th, just behind the championship leader. And, uh, yeah, kind of, you know, from that, never, never looked back. Why do you think you did so well, or you've done so well when you got into so late? You're, you're clearly a, an intelligent man. Do you think it was because you're a quick learner? Um, I'd say... <laughs> Obviously, there is an element of natural talent, if I'm allowed to say that myself. Um, but then, about the work ethic, really. Um, I was, because I gave up my university place, uh, you know, and I was very, you know, into economics and politics, and I was kind of going down that path, because I was giving that up. I was like, well, if I'm going to give that up, I'm going to make whatever I choose work. So, you know, and it was the moment my dad said he was going to support me. He woke me up at like four in the morning because it, it, basically I pestered him for kind of two months saying, I want to race, I want to race. And he's like, no, son, no, son, no, son. And then he wakes me up at four in the morning and goes, you know, takes me downstairs and has a chat that you will give absolutely everything and leave no stone unturned in order to make your dream come true. I'll support it. But if you're not willing to make those sacrifices, then no. Go, go and I was like, way. I'm ready. Exactly. I was like, I'm ready. This is what I want to do. And so, you know, the work ethic, the determination, um, you know, basically absorbing as much information as I could, whether it was, you know, videos, books, um, you know, actual driving experience, of course. Um, you know, I was willing to put the effort in. And I think that's kind of given me the, the, the rewards from that. Good man. Thanks, Dan. We look forward to hearing more from you next week. Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. I still can't believe it's here, and I'm sure there'll be hiccups and controversies along the way. But the Olympics is underway. My hottest ticket this week is everything and anything Olympics related. Kicking off the opening weekend will be the likes of rowing, shooting, boxing, and basketball. Have a great weekend all, and I'll see you for your sports fix next week. Join him every single Friday here on the show for your latest sports fakes. Common Room with Alison Howe. Common Room.